Hey y'all, you're back with Girls in the Garage. I'm Lindsay. I'm Natalia. And we're back, baby. It's been a long break. Yeah, it has been. Did you guys miss us? I missed us. we missed us. <laughs> we have been busy. We had, I mean, I think it's almost been, it's been over a month since we released an episode. Are you guys ready for this one? Yeah, we were giving you a chance to catch up with all the episodes because we released a bunch. And y'all didn't disappoint. So, Our no. listens have, like, gone up, up. So keep it going. We're proud of y'all. Yes, we thank you for the continued support. And we're going to dive into today's episode concerning poop. Let's go. It's kind of shitty, right? <laughs> Very shitty. Oh, man. But I'm so excited to talk about this today because in case y'all didn't know, everybody poops. Surprise, surprise. It's all normal. And if you don't, you need to be. You need to be. And we're going to talk about that today. Before we start, first and foremost, Natalia and I went to Costa Rica with a bunch of us. Yes. So fun. I've never been so hot in my entire life. I definitely thought my boyfriend got malaria when we came back. He didn't. We're Update. fine. He's good. He's fine. It was fun. The food was fresh. Everything was great. It's amazing. If you think about our bodies, how amazing I felt eating their food versus when you come back to the States, you instantly feel like shit. Everything is so fresh. Every meal was made fresh. It was so delicious. And now we miss it. And it's, it kind of ties into our episode today because we're going to be talking about poop. Well, I noticed that when I was in Costa Rica, my body was more regular. I was like walking everywhere, eating healthier foods. And now that I'm back in the States, it's, it's not the case. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about some ways to help that problem today. But first off, Nat, do you want to just kind of dive into poop? Let's dive in, baby. Let's just get real, you know, close and personal. Poop. Everybody does it. It is a way that your body detoxes the things that it doesn't need, right? <laughs> I got stage fright. I'm sorry. It's our first time again. It's, it's our like first time. Out. I'm nervous. Anyway, first date, kind of nervous. Yeah. So, obviously, if you've been pooping your whole life, which I'm going to just go ahead and assume that you have been, there are different types of poop that you can experience. And we're going to dive into what those mean. So, to start off on more of the constipated spectrum, you can have like the separate hard lumps, right? And that means you're very constipated, and that's not good. You don't want to be constipated. That hurts. If you've even been constipated, Lindsay. Why are you? Why are you? You know what I'm asking. Have Always you know what? that business out here ah, for nah. everyone to hear. No, I'm asking. Have you been constipated? Yes, Natalia. Okay. I have. Have you? <laughs> yeah, and it Great. sucks. <laughs> Did we all just become best friends? I think so. <laughs> I, you Listen. know what's really funny is for anyone who knew me prior to coming to chiropractic school, like if my family's listening, my sisters are listening, they are rolling over right now because I used to hate talking about this, but obviously we're going to be doctors, we're professional, I want to be able to have these conversations with my patients because it's very important, so I've kind of taken a turn on the wheel if you must, Good. and Good. my family can't believe it, but here we are, whole turn, All right, that's still cracking up, tell us so, more about poop, man. So to continue on the constipated spectrum. You're going to have, I already said, the separate hard lumps. That's a huge indicator that you are very constipated. Then we're going to go down the spectrum just a little bit. And then you're going to have lumpy sausage-like poop. And that just means you're slightly constipated. Still kind of an issue, but not super concerning. And then your smooth sausage-shaped 
or snake-like poop consistency is very normal, and I don't know why Lindsay's laughing so hard. Because I love that your notes, and I love that you're doing this portion of the show, because <laughs> I would be dying laughing right now. So you're doing great. Listen, all right, I'm, I'm here to keep it real. It's fine. We're just going to talk about our poops. You're lucky I didn't bring a diagram. You are the shit. I'm a shit. Anyway, okay. So then, now we're getting a little more onto the diarrhea-ish spectrum. And so if you're going to have like soft blobs, that's kind of indicating that you're lacking a little bit of fiber. So maybe up your fiber content just a little bit. And then a mushy consistency or liquid, obviously we know that to be diarrhea, but what we don't often realize or associate that with is inflammation. So when you have diarrhea or your poop is super soft and it's coming out easier than you'd like, let's just say, you have a lot of intestinal inflammation, and so that can be a sign of maybe a food sensitivity or really high stress or so on and so forth. So that's also an indicator that maybe you need to try doing an anti-inflammatory diet or your supplementation that you use to keep your inflammation down. Also, I think it's important to talk about sometimes how your poop is, is letting your body's trying to tell you they didn't like what you just ate or it doesn't agree with you just ate. So it's a good indicator if you are tracking what you're eating just to see how you feel, whether you get bloated, gassy, or your poop can like changes. It's really interesting if you track that because your body's trying to tell you like, maybe I don't want that right now. Yeah. So we're going to get into a little in a little bit on um, different ways that you can either naturally help your diarrhea or constipation, but let it be known that a normal bowel movement should occur one to two times a day. Obviously, it's different for everybody. If you feel like you're very regular and you've always had a pattern and routine of how much you go to the bathroom, that's really good. But if you're no you're noticing like digestive changes and like one week you're this and the next week you're that, maybe just like rein in on what you're eating and kind of look at cues on what might be setting your digestion off. No, I think that's great advice. Yes, thank yeah, you. You're good. So as you all know, Nat mentioned a couple weeks ago on the show that I struggle with going to the bathroom. I always struggled to go to the bathroom. Wait, 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 wait. When did I say Never that? Remember. Okay, y'all. You're my witness. <laughs> or keeping this, by the way, because I need witnesses. A couple weeks ago, you came in the bathroom and like, remember that you have a hard time going to the bathroom or something? You did, and you are like, I'm regular. I'm Natalia. I need to I help. am. I'm going to figure out what, you're lucky that we record a lot. I don't remember exactly the moment, but if you're a diehard fan and you can quote this right now, just know she threw me under the bus. Okay. It's okay. We're all we're all on the same level now. We're all I was friends. helping us lead to this very moment of recording about poop. I I wanted people to relate to you, and now here we are. So, as you all know, I struggle to go to the bathroom. Thank you, Natalia. And I've been working on it, obviously, because I want to feel better and I want to I want to feel good and not so crappy. So I recently finally worked up the courage to do a coffee enema. And if you were anything like me, I didn't know what coffee enemas were up until, I don't know, when I met Meg, which was almost a year and a half ago. Um, she's a really big fan of coffee enemas. If it's for the right fit, obviously not everybody needs to do them or has to do them or will benefit from them. But I was someone who she thought would benefit from it because I don't go to the bathroom that frequently and I am really bloated a lot if I don't, rightfully so. And so I finally, after months and months and months, I bought the stuff months ago. I bought everything I needed, but it was like I needed to be in the right time and moment to actually do it. And once I did it, it was like a floodgate, you know what I'm saying? But it was interesting. And I actually did take to my social media, you guys, and I was very nervous to do this, but I realized a lot of people are having these issues. And if no one's going to talk about it, I'm going to step up. This is me stepping up. If you're watching the video, 
Anyways, I wanted to show you guys how to do it because so many people had questions. One person, bless their heart, because I didn't know either, they're like, can you send me the coffee link to drink the coffee? Because coffee enema, you think, no, you're, you're putting coffee up your bum. But it's not as bad as you think. At the end of this episode, we're going to post that video I made. I made a step-by-step -step video on how to do it, what you need, and I am so game to help you in any way you need with that. I am a huge fan of coffee enemas, and actually, Meg and Maddie really got me hooked on it because they both have experience with it and really benefit from it. So I think more and more people could benefit from this, and it's it's not as hard or as scary as it sounds. It's just the thought of it, but once you're doing it, you feel so good. And I know several people have told me that they've done one ever since I posted the video, which shout out to y'all. And if you haven't tried it, like plan a Friday night, book yourself a date night, and try it. If you're struggling to go to the bathroom, it's really great. I won't be doing a coffee enema anytime soon because that freaks me out and I don't have issues going to the bathroom as of right now. Natalia is perfect. Well, in that aspect, yes, but not in every. <laughs> but it's also really cool too because we talked in the past and if you haven't listened to our parasite episode, go do it. Coffee enemas also help you detox parasites. So if you are struggling with an overgrowth of parasites in your intestines or anything, that can help move those things along so they're not living in your body, taking over, making you feel like crap all the time. So it's a really great, if you want to piece episodes together, coffee enemas, parasites, boom, gone. Lindsay, walk us through kind of how you do a coffee enema. Like yep. what products do you use? Walk us through the whole process, shebang, you know. Let's do it. So I ordered everything off of Amazon. You can type in like coffee enema kits and there's different styles. I use just like a looks like an IV bag is the best way I can describe it. Uh, you're going to hook it on like your shower. You can get in your bathtub. You can lay on your bathroom ground when you go to do it. Uh, I ordered the coffee enema, like the actual coffee off of Amazon as well. I think it was about 30 bucks. And it's just like a organic light roast coffee because I believe when you do coffee enemas, you want to make sure it's a light roast. You're going to, I use a French press coffee machine. So I put I believe three tables, three to four tablespoons of the actual coffee enema into the French press. You let it simmer in the hot water for about 10 minutes. I filled it up about two cups. And then once that 10 minutes go, you, you do the favorite part of the French press, you press it down. And then I poured it into just a Pyrex container and added about two more cups of water, just cold water, just to help dilute it and cool it down quicker because you don't want to put hot coffee enema water into your bum. So you really do want to make sure you kind of let it cool before you pour it into the IV style bag. And in the video I'm going to post, I show all the products I use. So I know it may sound kind of funky the way I'm describing things, but watch that. I believe it's like a three minute video, super simple. And I show you all the products so that can help connect you. And I can also send people links. I have everything linked. And then once you have that ready to go, you're going to lay on your left side and you're going to get some coconut oil or any kind of lubricant you prefer because you don't want to just shove it up your bum because that kind of hurts. Not kind of, it does hurt. So make sure you really lube it up and then you're just going to ease it in and then you slowly with your valve that you'll have on the side and you'll see it in the video I show you, you're just going to slowly release that in and you're going to want to try to hold that for about 15 or so minutes. Oftentimes if you are jam-packed with poop, you're not going to be able to hold it for the full 15, but that's okay. You'll build up your tolerance. Because what it's doing is it's essentially flushing your intestines, right? Because we don't always perfectly clean our intestines. It's important that we try, but things get stuck on the side. 
I mean, Natalia and I, we've always seen cadavers, and you can, mm -hmm. if you've seen an actual intestine, you'll see what I'm talking about. Things get stuck on the side. It's almost like a, if you're trying to scrape, like you're squirting something out of a tube, there's still going to be set stuff on the side, so imagine it's still getting stuck. It kind of just helps flush your intestines to really make sure you're cleaning all of that debris from in yeah. there. All this shit, seriously, that is trying <laughs> to come out. So it is an interesting feeling, but I felt 10 times better. I sent the girls a before and after picture of like how bloated I was before, and I probably hadn't gone to the bathroom in almost six days. That's It may sound scary, but that's not abnormal for me, but I'm trying to become more regular because you are low energy. I felt like crap all the time. I was like moody. Those are all contributing to the fact that I wasn't going to the bathroom every day because if you're full of shit, you're going to feel like shit. It's the moral of the story. So it was amazing. I had so much energy. I cleaned the whole house. I deep cleaned my bedroom. I was like ready to go. So it's just amazing when your body's properly working and detoxifying but also but when you're getting out the garbage your body's like wow I feel amazing because it's doing what it's supposed to do and it's allowed to fully function like with the detox so I highly recommend it it does sound scary I am there to coach you through it I think I've already known seven people seven to try it ever since I did even if you hate it you can say you tried it but most of them felt really great after and I've actually done several ever since just because it's helping me get more regular and my body's really benefiting from it for sure I love that for you. I do too. It's really interesting. I'll be on Snapchat and I'll be laying on the ground and I have like a pillow and my towels, you know, and, I'm, and I'll send Natalia and Maddie and my sisters and I'm like this on the ground or my mom, I'll FaceTime my mom and they're like, this is me sideways if you guys are watching and I just send them selfies of me all day laying on the ground for 15 minutes. It's really great. I love it. I'm here for it. I've said I loved it about 30 times. So I don't know if you guys know this or not, Nat really loved that for me. I loved it for her so much. And her colon. I really liked it for that, too. <laughs> my colon. Nat loves my colon. I love her colon. Hey, this is just, uh, we're going to throw this out there, Dr. Lagasay brought it up. Colon cancer is on the rise, so make sure you're getting your screenings. Okay? Get Go your, your colonoscopies. Go to your doctor. Women, do your breast exams. This is so important. This is worth a side note. I know it's not about poop, but get checked. Yep. All right. Good. Back to business. Break. So let's talk about the benefits of doing an enema. So obviously I said that I am not pretending that I do them because I don't, but one day when I need to, I will. So this is more so from other people's experiences, but I did look up some benefits. And like Lindsay said, enemas are huge for helping your body detox completely. And so what that also does is it optimizes your microbiome health, which we know is connected to absolutely everything. Hit up the Gut Check podcast if you want to know more about that. Shameless plug. Shameless plug, if you will. And then the benefits of enemas can also include improving your peristalsis. So if anybody doesn't know what that is, your intestines do this little snake-like movement, right? And that's called peristalsis, and that's how it moves your fecal matter, you know, food through your body. So... We need to make sure that that's really improving, and if you're really, it's like that, like Lindsay is doing. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. Also, to go off that, why movement is so important. I don't know if y'all know, your intestines are very long and very big. They're very long. It's and if, bit. yeah, you're backed up, they're not going to be working the way they're supposed to. You got, you're clogged. You're clogged full of shit. Call a plumber. Call a plumber. And we're your plumbers. 
And then in the long run, that also enemas can also support your nervous system by that detoxification process and reduce oxidative stresses in your body. Yeah, I think it's kind of like a full circle effect. It's going to help your nervous system, your immune system, everything. You're just going to feel better. You should be yes. pooping. You should be pooping. It's very important. Also with that, though, you have to be careful that you're not doing enemas too often. This can create electrolyte imbalances. You can actually cause your peristalsis to stop working the way it's supposed to because if your body doesn't have to carry out that function and you're doing enemas like every day, you're going to impair that peristalsis. And then you want to make sure that your environment is very sterile so that you don't risk any sort of infection. And hemorrhoids apparently is a side effect, so please be careful. Also, don't perforate your pow. We don't want your bowels to have little holes in them. No. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I thought one day I did it because I've only done it like three times now. I thought I'd put the thing Thingy. too far up. <laughs> I was nervous. I called my mom, but it's okay. I'm fine. I'm just going to be real with y'all. It freaked me out a little bit. You so didn't... the next time I was more cautious with how far I'm going to put it up. You didn't perforate your bowel? I hope not. I would know by now. For sure. Yeah. So I think we're in the clear. That or your whole body is just filling up with shit. <laughs> Look. Sudden panic. <laughs> Have I pooped since? I'm just kidding. Listen, I don't know the last time I pooped. That is bad. You should not question the last time you pooped. Yeah, that is bad. You should probably do another one. We need to listen from, learn and listen from babies because all they do is eat, sleep, and poop. It's true. It's a good life, honestly. Yeah. So let this be your lesson. You want to poop normally, but if you are not pooping normally, go ahead and do a coffee enema, but do not overdo it. You still want your body to be able to carry out its normal function of pooping. Mm -hmm. And if you're nervous about like whether you're a candidate for it, reach out to your provider or ask about it. I mean, everyone's familiar with it, so we're not giving medical advice, wink, wink, but we're make not. sure that you do whoever is your provider that you double check with them if you're questionable if your body can do it or not. And seriously, if you have any questions, reach out to Lindsay because she's very open about this now. This is this is a new me. New year, new her. Listen, this is Dr. Lindsay talking. Yes. Future Dr. Lindsay DC. Yes. No big deal. DC intern. <laughs> We're in clinic now. Mod 2B. It's fine. 2B. McNary. It's fine. Come see us. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. We are accepting patients, students, anybody. Come on out. It's true. You looking for a chiropractor? Let us help you. Okay, real quick, I just want to wrap this whole shindig up with talking about if you do struggle with constipation or diarrhea, I want to um, hit on some ways that you can naturally help your body get rid of that. So I'm going to start with constipation. So keeping hydrated is super important. If you're constipated, a lot of the times you're going to be really dehydrated. Keep your water up. Keep your fiber intake up. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, whatever. Get the fiber in. That's really going to help keep things moving. And then exercise. Exercise is huge. That's going to keep you regular. That's probably what keeps me regular is like if I have a couple days. Yeah, I'm doing some squat. Yeah, anyway. I, it's it's crazy. Every morning at the gym, it it's like clockwork. And if I miss a morning, I'm sorry if this is TMI, but if I miss a morning, throws my whole digestive system off. Listen, just a sidebar because it's going to make you guys laugh. We became runners in Costa Rica. You guys didn't witness it because we didn't take a video, but we were joggers and we look good doing it. So if we're in our jogging girl era, that's keeping us regular. 
Listen, it was downhill the whole freaking time. You almost had to run. It was so steep. <laughs> Y'all didn't need to know that, but we were jogging girl era. All I was thinking was high knees, high knees, because I knew that I would fall. I was like, my legs don't move this fast. And I, she was, she was jogging it up. I was just like trying to stay afloat. Anywho. <laughs> just needed you guys to know that. So yeah. And then we're going to keep going on with probiotics and digestive enzymes. You guys have heard us talk about the importance of this. This is going to help with diarrhea, but also with constipation. Make sure you're digesting your foods properly and your probiotics are keeping your microbiome healthy. Magnesium prunes and decreasing your amount of dairy, that is going to be huge in helping constipation. But also, let it be known, coffee can help with constipation. I can speak from experience with that. Coffee keeps me regular. Let's go. As my sister said, she said she didn't know coffee could go in both ends. And I thought that was genius because it helps with poop. Both oh, ways, in and out. Wow. Shalise said that and I was like, light bulb, both ends. I love that. Coffee, all the way around. Coffee's the best. Yeah. Where would we be without coffee? I don't drink it that often, but when I do, she's a freaking crackhead. Energetic. Yeah, she is. I want to hit on probiotic rich foods because not everybody wants to take a supplement and that's totally okay. Keynote, if you're taking a supplement, make sure it's a good quality probiotic so that you're actually getting. The benefits that you should be from it but foods rich in probiotics are things like sauerkraut kombucha sourdough bread yogurt and kimchi so if you want to start adding that into your diet too that can be very helpful and then to touch on diarrhea if you struggle with diarrhea again i did say before that diarrhea is just a key sign of inflammation in your body but specifically your intestines so making sure you're staying hydrated again if you have diarrhea you're losing a lot of your water content and there's something irritating to your intestines. So making sure you're looking at your foods. We want to look at eliminating foods that could be causing a lot of inflammation or if your body's having a reaction to it. So doing a diet such as like bananas, rice, rice um, applesauce, toast, oatmeal, and potatoes, that can be beneficial and kind of helping rein in to see what causes your diarrhea. You know, what's really interesting too is, I don't know if you caught this in Dr. Krabby's lecture last week. Uh, on our clinical nutrition class we're in right now, he mentioned like the food map. It's an elimination diet, essentially, yeah. and you track everything you're eating. But he also brought up a key point. If you are going to do an elimination diet to see how you're feeling, it's a good body reset. So if you're looking to try to get your body more regular or do anything like that, it it's not too terrible. I think he said, what is it? Plan out six to eight weeks just to track like the foods you're eating and keep a detailed diary because it gives your body a little reset, which could also help you start going to the bathroom regularly. Just a little pearl that I'm paying attention in class. I've done mention like two professors this time. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. We're in quarter nine. Yeah, it's crazy, you guys. We're transitioning into clinic. It's heavy already and it's week two. It's overwhelming, but damn it, we're going to get through it. So call us, make an appointment. Our number is bah, bah, bah. I can't think of it. However, come see us. We're excited to be in clinic. If you have a question about your poop, hit us up. We could talk about it there. We could. Natalia Schmidt. We're chiropractors and we didn't mention the power of an adjustment. Thank oh you. my Thank you gosh. Go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. Fire us. Guys, regulate your nervous system. The power of an adjustment. It can make you go poop. It's true. Reset those nerves to your intestines. Hello, you're going to poop. That's often a reaction in adjusting babies. Mm -hmm. It's actually really fun. You'll get those texts like they had a blowout in the car after not being able to go to the bathroom for days or something. Yep. So if you want to have a blowout in your car, <laughs> get adjusted. Get on our schedule, baby. <laughs> Hashtag chiropractic. Hashtag blowout. <laughs> 
Anyways, thank you guys so much. We're excited to be back. We have some really great content coming up. And like always, like, subscribe, follow. We appreciate all the love. And who knows? Maybe we'll mess around and do a giveaway soon. Let's do it. Woo woo. Bye. Bye.